Welcome to My Humble Opinion, the podcast where I share my stories, my life experiences, and my opinions on topics I'm passionate about. I'm your host, Emery Lewis, and look forward to connecting with you all. Let's have some fun. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to My Humble Opinion Podcast. Episode 5. I am your humble host, Emery Todd Lewis. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope everyone had a nice long weekend and celebrated the holiday with friends and family. It's really nice to have this uh, sense of normalcy back um, and be able to connect with our friends and family and loved ones. So I hope everyone took advantage of that and is doing well. Yeah, episode 5. Here we are. It feels like, uh, you know, I don't know, time is flying. Time is flying, so, but I'm enjoying this, like, as I've said a million times on this podcast, uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really grateful for everyone's uh, support and, and your feedback, so let's keep it going. This energy is beautiful. Um, also, I want to, I was thinking today, I kind of want to do check-ins with everyone, if you, um, just to see where you're at mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Um, so feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram or email. Um, if you're, you know, a close friend of mine or someone that I know that's in my life that has my number, you know, don't, you know, don't hesitate to call or, or text. You know, it's nice to uh, have people in your space who are soundboards, who can be soundboards for you. So just, uh, you know, if you feel like checking in, check in. Um, I'm always here. My door is always open, quote unquote. So please don't hesitate. So, today, I'd like to discuss uh, the topic of living outside of the box. Yes, the box. And um, what I mean by that is, um, I think that society creates boxes. Um, And sometimes we ourselves create boxes that we end up either intentionally or unintentionally putting ourselves into or allowing society to intentionally or unintentionally put us in. So as many people who know me uh, will probably say, uh, I've always been a person that doesn't do well when people try to put me in a box. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that actually causes me great anxiety. So um, whenever I feel someone or some, you know, the powers that be or some sort of, sort of outside sources trying to shove me into a different space or a box, I really kind of, I get very anxious. Um, and I have a great aversion to that. And I, and, I, and I think that is due to the fact that I have never been the type of person that thinks that life and things should be just one way. Or at least when it comes to who I am. Um, I like to think that, well, I know that I'm a very multidimensional person. I'm not one-dimensional. I have a lot of layers. And those layers are um, often expressed through my passions. Whether it be golf, whether it be cooking, whether it be clothes, whether it be connecting with people and helping others. Um, And so as I've gotten older and realized that I've, you know, that I have the ability to 
live out those passions and express them in different ways. Any sign of being forced into a box or forced into some kind of corner and some one, I guess I'll call it a one dimensional corner has brought me great anxiety and I, I just want to run for the hills. But I mean, that's not the answer to everything. It's actually not a good answer to anything. So in, 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 in those events and in those spaces, I've learned to address, address, um, address that anxiety in the most healthy ways. Um, so one thing that I've learned about living outside of the box is that it takes a great deal of courage to push oneself outside of your comfort zone. And I believe that there are people have many, many, many talents. Some big, some small, some in the middle, whatever, whatever the, the metric is. I believe that everyone has more than one talent. Um, I think too often we take a path in life and that path leads us to, I don't know, a career and a title and, a, you know, and then you start to kind of uh, experience success on that path. And then that path and, and those titles and those successes become your identity. But I guess I asked the question, who is it who you are or is it what you do? And I found that what you do really is never who you are. So then becomes the the, the battle of trying to live outside your box or trying to live outside a box. And then the fear is comes in where you may want to venture off into another space, but you're so used to that box, you're so used to being successful in that space that something else seems a little daunting. And it seems daunting because your identity is so vested in what you do. And I feel like I'm talking in circles, but it makes sense to me, <laughs> and maybe it'll make sense to you. Um, I guess the first thing to ask yourself or to realize or to, to reflect on is what are your passions? I think knowing your passions lends you the opportunity to take a step forward into a different space and and ultimately live out those passions. Now however that looks, it's it's up to I guess God and the universe how those how they manifest, but I remember growing up and wanting to be a professional golfer. Tiger Woods was and still is a huge inspiration to me, for me. And all I wanted to do was play golf. I wanted to be a professional golfer. I wanted to move to Florida <laughs> so I could play all year round. I had these dreams and aspirations. Well, at 33, I am not a professional golfer. I'm actually a 33-year-old man trapped in a 95-year-old man's body. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible arthritis in both knees. 
whatever, whatever, right? Poor me. But um, just because that dream didn't come to fruition in the way that I saw it, the passion for the game is still there. So over the years, I've sat down and I said to myself, how am I going to live out this passion? Because being a golfer is not who I am, but what I am is a person that's very passionate about this game. And so how do I live out that passion? So I set some goals. The first goal um, is to play golf in every state by the time I'm 40. Got seven years, five states under my belt. I'm getting there. The next goal is to get my game to a level where I can compete um, in some local tournaments that are a big deal. I mean, the, the level of competition is very, very, very high. And if I'm able to get my game in a place where I can actually, you know, compete um, and find myself having a chance to win one of these tournaments, it would be a huge, 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 huge accomplishment for me personally. And so, though it's not, you know, the PGA Tour and the glitz and the glamour and the money and the trophies, I'm still going out there doing something that I love and competing at the highest level that I'm able to get to. And that means something because I'm, I'm, I'm allowing myself to be in a space where I have to work really hard to achieve something. And I'm going to fail more times than I succeed, but I'm still living out this passion. So the first thing to living outside the box is to know your passions. The next thing is to know what you stand for. We all have beliefs. We all have thoughts and feelings on things, but these beliefs and these thoughts and these feelings are the foundation of who we are in society. So when you stand for something much greater than yourself, when you stand on a foundation that is um, built on something much bigger than yourself, you're able to move about a little freer. I think one of the boxes that people put themselves in are these ideals or these certain ethos that they get married to. And it then shuts them off to other thoughts, opinions, um, feelings, you know. And so when you know what you stand for and what you stand on, you can go forward with confidence knowing that that is your foundation and that that cannot be shaken. But it also opens you up to allowing other people to speak to you and you to them and creating the space where you are learning. And you're taking that knowledge and you're taking everything you are and what you stand on and what you stand for and you're moving forward in a direction that you normally wouldn't move in. So, you know, it's, it's also a way to break down the boxes. As society has created, uh, you know, um, too many metrics, too many you know, visions of what people should look like and people, how people should think and what people should wear and beauty standards. And, and we get so lost in those when in reality, no one was born like you. You were born like you. 
And there's a lot of power in that. There's a ton of power in that. And how and why we would let something or someone else define that is, you know, it's really, it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. The only person on this planet that can define you, that can define what you stand on and what you stand for, that knows your passions truly and deeply is you. So why would we look outward to define ourselves? I mean, and it's all glitz and glamor. Is it really, is it actually real? No, it's not. It's not. It's rooted in this, uh, this capitalistic, money-driven world we live in. People are setting beauty standards so that, not because they want you to be your most beautiful self, but because they want you to buy their product so that you think and feel that you're your most beautiful self. But who you are without their product is more than enough. And that's just a small example. That's just a small example. Um, so, so yes, know your passions and know what you stand on and what you stand for. So two steps, two tools to use when trying to live outside these boxes or even your own boxes. And uh, the next I think is the ability to be fearless. When you're inside a box or you're, you're, you're in a safe space where you know you can succeed, it's safe. You know what your abilities are. Sometimes people plateau early. Some people plateau over time. But in this space, it's very safe. You've created this identity. You've created this level of success. You've created this, uh, you know, um, kind of um, audience that praises you for jobs well done. And that's great. I think everybody needs that. That uh, gratification is, is, uh, is good. But we do live in a world where instant gratification is sought by a lot of people based on the speed of life, based on the access to everything um, online. But what I've learned is you don't really know who you are or you don't know the other levels of depths and layers that exist within yourself until you step outside of that safe space until you step outside of that box or comfort zone and really face that fear of what next. Um, it's not easy. It's not easy. I think fear is the number one component of keeping people from themselves, keeping people from pursuing their passions keeping people from their truths, keeping people from knowing what they really and truly want and not pursuing it. I mean, you could go on. I mean, and, I mean, everybody's got fears and, you know, in the, uh, in the context of life. I mean, if I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm my biggest fear in life are rats just can't do it. Just absolutely cannot do it. I cannot be in within 12 feet of a rat and I almost want to have a heart attack. It's just, it's truth. I don't even understand. It's, it might sound irrational, but 
it's the truth. I'm terrified of rats. But really and truly what I mean in, uh, in terms of fear is uh, the fear of going towards the things that are true to you, the passions that are true to you, for fear of, for fear of failing. And or for fear of not being good enough or for fear of not being as successful as you were in something else or for fear of not being praised the way you were praised over in the other space or for fear of not getting it right in the first time. There's th that fear keeps us away from who we truly are and what we're really and truly capable of. So how do we address that fear? I don't really know. I don't know. I think one of the ways is to have really good self-talk and really encourage yourself to try something different, to take a different approach, but your focus being something that you're very passionate about. Your focus being something you stand for and stand on. Your focus being something much greater than where you are currently in your life. Not to say where you are currently in your life isn't great, but I just truly believe that human beings, all of us, have a, a magic within us that we all can tap into if we're truly, 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 truly invested in reaching our potential and being our best selves. So don't give in to the boxes that society creates for us. And consciously and subconsciously, the one that we create for ourselves. Because it's not real. It's not who we really are. It's not. And what we do in our everyday lives, our jobs, these titles that we hold, the degrees that we get, that's not who we are either. That's just a measure of our abilities. But really, who are you? Who are you? That really begs the question, who are you? I mean, in, yeah, I don't have all, all the answers. I know I don't. I don't, I don't have many. But I just, um, I want to challenge everyone's thinking about how they're living their lives and moving about only to help all of us, including myself, really push past the limits that we think exist within us, but really are just fear and anxiety keeping us from taking the, the necessary steps and sometimes even risks at pursuing things that really make us feel alive, that we know are our calling. I don't know, this, uh, this topic is, is, it seems very, uh, it seems very appropriate, I don't know, for some reason. It, it's been on my mind for the last few weeks and I felt the need to come, come on here and talk about it. Um, because outside of the personal effects it may have on us, the positive ones, it really could also have a great impact on our communities and how we treat one another. 
you know, and, and this is, I'm going to frame it in, in the context of stereotypes and how we view people, how we view the world, how we view people different from us. Again, this is no different from what I'm saying, you know, when it comes to us uh, in our personal lives. But society creates boxes for groups of people, too. You know, today's June 1st and it's Pride Month. Think about that box that was created. Think about the boxes created for black people and minorities. Think about the boxes created for women. Think about the boxes created now recently and, and throughout time for Asians. And people subscribe to this. And ultimately it influences how they treat these people that are quote unquote different. This person is black, this person has a hoodie on, must be a criminal. Trayvon Martin lost his life because he was black and had a hoodie on. But society put him and everybody else that looked like him or that looks like him in a box. And ultimately, somebody responded to that box. And we see it, we see it now with, with, uh, with how Asian Americans are being brutalized. A box was created by a man who's got a lot of hate in his heart, a lot of insecurity, and people followed suit. And so in the midst of a pandemic, an entire race is blamed for it. That's a box. But the sad part about it is these are human beings. We're not, we're not objects. We're not objects at all. We're humans. I mean, so I think in doing the work on ourselves, forcing ourselves, pushing ourselves, working hard, encouraging ourselves, being fearless and living outside of our box or living outside of boxes that society creates for us will have a spillover effect in our communities. And we'll see people as human beings, not as someone that fits in a box, not as someone that fits a, a description or a or a stereotype. I think we I think we have a, an opportunity here really to be better and do better all while enriching our ourselves and our communities. Because at the end of the day, all these boxes are a service level. We really need to operate from a space of humanity and embrace one another, starting with the fact that the person across from me, though society says this person is different from me because we're gonna put this person in a box, first and foremost, that person is a human being. So in that case, all of us are in that box. There's no separation. There's zero separation. It's easier said than done. It is. It's hard to do what's been, or sorry, it's hard to undo what's been done throughout time. But it's, it's, it's possible. It is possible. It's, it seems sometimes, some days, it seems like a very daunting task. But it's the simple, it's the most simple concept. It's all about thoughts. But these thoughts need to be attached to one emotion, and that emotion is love. 
I, I am so grateful for um, my grandmother, who's quite wise, um, who I go to all the time for advice. And even when I don't, even when I don't go to her, she gives me advice. She's always preaching, but she's 99.9% .9 of the time my grandmother's right. I'm not even kidding. She really is a saint. And she's a, just an angel. And so one of the conversations are, uh, that we've been having recently and over the years has been about all the chaos that's going on surrounding race in our country. And every single time we have the conversation, no matter what the specific topic is, her response is there's only one thing that's going to solve all of these issues is love. And she's not wrong. She's not wrong. You know, we just uh, we just had the one year anniversary last week of George Floyd's murder. And After the verdict came down, I was in tears because I was so hurt. I was very, very hurt. And I was hurt for George Floyd. I was hurt for his family. And I was hurt for those impacted by him being murdered the way he was. And I had to admit out loud that I was hurting for Derek Chauvin. My heart broke for him because it was sad to see that a man could have that much hatred in his heart. Not for a black man, but for a human being first. But my guess is Derek Chauvin saw George Floyd in one box that society created. He didn't see him in the box that would have included himself, and that was as a human being. And so when I when I was watching the verdict, the coverage of the verdict, and I saw Chauvin's face, it just was an empty shell. There was no soul. It was just, and I forgive him, and I hurt for him, because it has to be a lonely place on this earth where you have that much hatred in your body, in your heart, and in your soul. There was zero compassion in that man as he kneeled on George's neck. Zero. That is a very lonely place to be. So as he was carted off in handcuffs, he might as well have just been dead too. Nobody won, and nobody wins in these situations. But it comes down to one thing. What kind of love do you have in your heart? What kind of love do you have for yourself to say, I'm going to pursue my passions because I know my passions. What kind of love do you have for yourself? You're going to say, I know what I stand for and what I stand on. What kind of love do you have for yourself to say, I'm going to be fearless. And I'm not going to go along with what society has told me I am or what I should be. I'm going to go for what I want and what I, who I want and where I want. I'm going to treat people the way that I should treat people, not based on what society says about people. 
comes down to love. It really comes down to love. And and maybe my 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 thinking and feeling is 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 idealistic, right? Um, maybe it's naive. I don't know. But I know it's real. I know that people can sit down from across from one another, completely disagree, completely come from different walks of life, have a conversation, and maybe probably end up finding out there's a lot more in common than there are, than there are differences. And that, to me, is what living outside the box is. In totality, not only are you being true to yourself in your own ways, but your ability to see life in that way allows you to see others in, a, in, the, hum, in the human way, the most necessary way. That'll get, us, that'll get us very far. That'll get us very far. That'll get us very far. So I hope my, my, my tangent today wasn't too confusing. Um, it makes sense in my heart. It makes sense in my mind. Um, and I hope it, I hope it resonates. I hope it resonates. And I hope we all, I hope we all, I hope we all truly, truly, truly can live outside the box. Don't, don't, don't live inside a box. Don't let anybody, don't let anyone, including yourself, put you in a box. You have so many talents, you have so many gifts that you deserve to live out and see through in your life, no matter what the circumstances. You can do it all. You might have a busy life, you might be, you know, involved in a million things, or maybe just your, your job is very demanding and your home life is very demanding, but that doesn't mean you still can't find time to pursue your passions to know what you stand on and what you stand for and to be fearless in your pursuit of what it is that really moves you. It's who you are, not what you do. So anyways, okay, I'm gonna get out of here. Thank you guys for listening again this week um, and your continued support. I am so, 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 so grateful, honestly. I wish, you know, those that, that listen, I could talk to on a regular basis and just um, connect with you all and hear your thoughts and, and your feelings and hear your stories. Because I know you all are just beautiful people um, who have so much to offer. The world and, and your communities and your spaces and yourself. So, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm looking forward to next week and um, enjoy the rest of the week. Don't forget, if you want to reach out, uh, you can find me on Instagram at sir underscore ETL. Uh, email ETL at iCloud.com. I'm not going to give you my cell phone number. <laughs> I thought about that, but I won't do that. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you all, all right? I'll talk to you soon. Later. Thank you for joining me on this episode of My Humble Opinion. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Until next week, I'm Emory Lewis, and this is my humble opinion.